Welcome to Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. I'm Sarah, and I'm a certified sexologist and coach, and I help people like you overcome shame, explore your sexuality, and communicate more meaningfully about sex. Now, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love to welcome you into my email community. So I can plug you into all my tips, tricks, and insights for a happier, healthier sex life that I don't share anywhere else. Just go to my website, sarahsense.com, and sign up. Your lovers will thank you. Lots of people also do ask me about how they can support this podcast, and a great way to do this is to support our sponsors. Not just because they're awesome brands that bring more sex positivity to the world, but also because they keep me producing this content for you for free. That said, over to them. Bird, 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 bird machine. Check. Dear Santa, all I want this holiday season is for my lovers to have smooth jingle balls. Thankfully, Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand, answered with the Performance Package 4.0, so I don't have to find Santa's beard between someone's legs again. The Performance Package 4.0 includes the fourth generation lawnmower, the crop preserver, crop reviver, and so much more. It's the perfect package to keep that Christmas tree trimmed and that North Pole feeling fresh. Manscaped has also launched new products, including their all new ultra premium body wash and a two in one shampoo and conditioner. So it's time to give yourself or someone who needs it the gift of beautiful skin, hair, and balls this holiday season. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BETTERINBED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. At manscaped.com and use code Better in Bed because naughty or nice, Manscaped is the number one gift on Santa's list. Bird, 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 bird machine. Check. Today we're going to be talking about sexual domination and dominance. So, what does it mean to be sexually dominant? To me, it means Taking charge, making decisions, initiating sex, and generally being assertive and powerful. But when you think about dominance in a BDSM context, then it takes on a whole different flavor. And I can't wait to talk about this more with the people that I have in the studio today with me. So, Janice is my co host today. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi. So, you might remember him from episode 27, which is the episode called BDSM for Beginners. He's a kinkster and also a kink coach who identifies as being a dom or a dominant. And listeners, I would recommend you go back to listen to that episode if some of the terms that we're using today seem unfamiliar to you and you want to understand more about the principles and philosophies of BDSM. Now to my guest... We're very honored to have the beautiful and charming lifestyle dominant and professional dominatrix, Mistress Eva. 
Hello. Hello. So she says on her website she prizes genuine submission, intelligent obedience, and attentive service. Thanks for reading my website. <laughs> so we all know where you're coming from. <laughs> Essential reading. I know. Did you read it too? I did. Oh, thank you. See? We did. You do I feel all very exposed. Yeah. I think I read it a few times, to be honest. <laughs> what did you think of it? I thought it was great. Yeah. I mean, I looked at it more for the pictures, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I really through that mm, many of the perhaps words. Perhaps the men, too. <laughs> your, your pictures are popular. Actually, especially among women. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay, all right. Yeah, there is also a membership part of your mm. website where people can get access to more of the pictures that they want, yeah, right? a lot more and a videos, etc. And yeah. are they more explicit as well? Yeah, a bit more. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. okay. As well as video of sessions. So, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Cool. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe we should just find out more, a little bit more about you mm -hmm. um, before we actually go into the actual subject itself. Can you tell us how you got into the world of BDSM? The world of BDSM. So I think I was speaking to an ex partner just in telling him to do something and standing fully clothed in the doorway once and he looked at me it was quite early on in the relationship and he said you would make a really good dominatrix and I didn't really think anything of it I didn't really know what that kind of meant I sort of had a little bit of a picture in my mind but I didn't think of it let it pass and kept on talking but then a few years later I got to a point in my corporate career where I was at a little bit of a turning point where I realized that the value system that my company was operating in wasn't really what I wanted to do. So it was uh, strategic consulting. Mm -hmm. And I thought I was ready to just leave it behind. Oh my God. This yeah. is like another, like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same life story. Exactly. Mm. Same life story. Okay. Yeah. And then I remembered that ex-boyfriend's words and I put it into Google. And the first thing that came up was this dungeon that was looking for apprentice mistresses. And I thought, I'm not really sure what that means, but I'm going to go for the interview. Interview. And I went for the interview, got a book list, tried to figure out what I could. And then I went in a few days later and started my training. Yeah. So that was dived in head first, wow. straight into a dungeon. And that's kind of what taught me everything that I know right, right now. And you took to it with no problems. Oh. You were just like, this is something you really identified with. Yeah. So I think the most difficult thing for me was navigating all the women in that space because I'm pretty much keep to myself usually and all of a sudden sharing that space with so many very strong-minded women was pretty tough but oh wow yeah <laughs> somebody should just record Make that reality yeah. TV yeah. Reality show, TV show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the waiting in school. a dungeon mm -hmm. exactly mistress school exactly oh, all the good dramas title. <laughs> yeah good title but my first session it was just yeah it was electric it was amazing it was a pretty heavy corporal punishment session mm -hmm. and the sub was giving me a lot of feedback and just like guiding me actually that was very useful i mean it still is but very useful in the beginning especially and yeah the elation was amazing so i took to it very quickly but the politics was very hard <laughs> <laughs> and it still is. Yeah. So when uh, yeah. did you strike out on your own? The dungeon closed about a year later. And so we all had to go out on our own. And within about two weeks, I drew on my <laughs> previous skills and got a website out. 
got my branding in order, took photos, and that was it. Yeah. Great. And yeah. that's led us to where you are now. Yeah. So that was in 2012. Yeah. So it's been how many years? Okay. <laughs> seven, seven, eight years. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what do you enjoy most about being a professional dominatrix? I enjoy that I get to sift through so many people to find the right ones for me. Yeah. <laughs> so many people approach me. So many people apply to see me. And it's a really tough level that people have to go through in order to even see me, let alone continue a relationship. And so I get to sift through a lot of society. Wow. <laughs> so like, who you should like you. what are you looking for? Exactly the things that you read out before. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I try to keep it as clear as possible. Yeah, you know? Okay. Yeah, so that they can get an idea before they even apply. Mm-hmm. It just makes it easier for everybody. So when you're looking for clients or subs mm-hmm. are you very being very discerning because it's you only want to play with certain mm-hmm. kinds of people or is it because of more of a time management thing it's an energy management thing mm-hmm. it's my personal energy i invest a lot in every moment and especially if it's relationships which i'm building all the time and so i only have a limited a supply and so i have to set the barriers high to protect that more than anything yeah 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 and being a dominant is something you actually told me previously that you would do even if it was outside your sort of professional capacity it's something Mm. that you would do in your maybe like in the way that you just play normally like your regular sex life yeah it's funny to realize that now Mm -hmm. and only after being in this world for as long as i have do i realize how obvious that was And especially when I compare it. So even before I had heard the term dominatrix or BDS or power play or power exchange, I can say now that I was very demanding in my life and and sexually as well. And I asked for what I want always. And I even pushed people (laughs) towards exactly what I wanted, like their hands or however. I realize now that that's not potentially an average experience to be as mm. assertive yeah as that yeah and <laughs> call def- me this yes. <laughs> i definitely <laughs> don't think i was that yeah. assertive it's something i yeah. learned over time yeah. Yeah. um but you know we'll talk about this a little bit later yeah. i feel like a lot of women aren't given the mm. cultural conditioning to yeah be that assertive yes in the bedroom as well yeah and i mean as an asian woman i would have thought that would apply to me very mm-hmm. much so but i guess i also had very assertive women in my family and i saw the women running most things i would say that i have a female-led family in general mm-hmm. and i think that probably influenced how free i was with that but I was also like that in my day-to-day life, such as talking to the boyfriend who told me I should be a dominatrix. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't say that society in general was very happy with that. And mm-hmm. so I questioned that part of me a lot. Mm. It's like, should why do I have such an opinion and why do I want to assert it? And people are not reacting well to it because as a woman, they look at me like I should shut my mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. And now I understand that that's their conditioning and it's not my problem. But I really battled with that a lot before I found this world also. Yeah. Mm. I think one of the pe- one of the things a lot of people 
struggle with is actually doing just that. I mean, I would say men and women, mm. all genders, is telling their partners what they really want in the bedroom. That's mm. something that I work with clients for as well. Mm. And they find it very hard to communicate yeah. <laughs> what they really want. And yeah. it seems kind of simple, but yet it's yeah. quite difficult. Well, lack of practice for a start. Yeah. I'm talking about sexuality in general. Mm. It's just not something we're used to especially if we're being conditioned in the opposite direction mm-hmm. to be submissive mm. and docile yeah. and yeah. not even enjoy yourself in the bedroom necessarily. Yeah. I still encounter that sometimes. Chinese women who are like, oh, I'm not supposed to enjoy sex. And I'm like, <laughs> what, are you, what sp- are you doing what, it for? What, yeah, as begs the question. Yeah, yeah. It's it, the duty. But mm. that blows my mind. That attitude still mm. exists. Oh, yes, very much so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe they're just doing it because it's for children. And then once they had the children, no, they never want to do it again. They're like, men need sex. Yeah. And, oh, and they're right. like, Duty, so yeah. guys can have sex and they can mm. enjoy it. But I'm a bad person if I enjoy it. They don't really own their own pleasure. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. what I encounter. Yeah. Or have encountered. Yeah. yeah. And so what's your specific sort of style of domination? My specific style. That yeah. you could tell everybody. Yeah. And I guess also I become more and more aware of what that is. And that does change okay. also, right? But I think at a core, it's very much psychological. Yeah. Okay. And it's very much position. So it's like I am positioned above them and my needs come before them. I'm very much an owner as opposed to just a dom. And so I don't know whether you covered that term in before, but I like to own people. I like to choreograph what they do with their lives, basically. And mm-hmm. I like to own their assets and everything. <laughs> so that's right. kind of how I run things. So from a very psychological and very ownership I see. mentality. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't think we discussed that particularly. <laughs> but it's something which mm-hmm. is what you said about being a lifestyle dominant, right? Yeah. And lifestyle yeah. dominant... Sometimes mm-hmm. the extent mm-hmm. to which is that they own your entire life if you yeah. it's every my favorite single thing. every single aspect <laughs> of it. And so it doesn't necessarily go that far for okay. a lot of people, mm-hmm. but that's my particular perspective. Okay. And I think I write that on the side also. Yeah. That I play to own. I don't just play. Yeah. I I I want it. you know, it's like playing for keeps kind yeah. of play on yeah. that. I mean, what yeah. are the other styles of domination that maybe you might have considered or you might have evolved into yeah when I first started I was very much a service top okay and so I wanted to hear their needs and I wanted to serve their needs but from a position of being a top so okay I do the action on them Uh Uh, I beat them or I am the one facilitating the interaction but I'm doing it because I know what they are asking for. Uh Whereas now I don't do that at all because also the energy management thing I mentioned, because if I start to do that, it's not my natural state actually. And it starts to deplete my energy and I'm not having fun anymore. And I can't do it also for as long. So I've moved from a service top headspace Mm -hmm. or feeling that I needed to do that, Mm -hmm. my duty, (laughs) and into an ownership space, which suits me a lot better now. Would you call your subs slaves? Yes. Or, yeah. They're more slaves. Yeah. Although I have a couple of playthings because they're just not very capable, but they're very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> 
you don't do very well, but I'll keep you around because yeah. you're good entertainment. Yes, I like being able to say that to their face. Also, <laughs> <laughs> the benefit of my position. <laughs> so when you said your first time dominating someone, and you said it was mm. electric, mm. Like, why do you get such a kick out of being sexually dominant or domination? There's so many things that are going on, but in that particular case. I definitely say this, and I did not understand that about myself until that mm, moment. Okay. So, did you guys cover what sadism is before? Pleasure from like causing pain. Yeah, we superficially others. talked about it, but yeah, yeah. And it's like a channeling of my emotion into、mm-hmm. a very physical force for、mm-hmm. me personally, and I really enjoy that. But then also, it's the feedback that somebody is wants it. And it's a very consensual exchange, and so it looks really rough, but、mm-hmm. at the same time, it's really loving and、mm-hmm. really accepting of each other and each other's roles.、Mm-hmm. And so I think all of those things together work to make me feel accepted and thrilled,、mm-hmm. and really based in a moment and connecting with my tool and with this surface、right. also.、Yeah. So I think. Those were the things about that particular exchange、okay. that were electric. There's lots of different versions of electric, but、mm-hmm. that was for that particular first time. And how、yeah. about now? Like, what do you enjoy the most about dominating somebody? That I can be brutally honest,、right. <laughs> and I think that it's really important for me because I struggle also. My mind is moving all the time, and opinions are sometimes forming or reactions, and I have to keep that in check because it's socially unacceptable.、Mm-hmm. But whereas in that exchange,、Space. I am free. I'm free to say exactly what I think about you, and you have to react to it, and you have、mm-hmm. to change it,、mm-hmm. or at least consider it. And I really like the honesty of that. Yeah, it's very liberating.、Mm-hmm. And it sounds like it's very much aligned to your nature, your inner yeah. authenticity. Yeah,、almost. very much. Yeah, it was desperate for a space, and <laughs> this is the space.、Mm-hmm. How do you want to make your subs feel? Eventually, free. I want them、mm-hmm. to feel free in who they are, which sounds quite funny because I want to own people,、right. but at the same time, I want them. To I think people tend to describe me as like a dominant life coach. Also, this is another thing. A dominant life coach. Yeah, that's、I、a mean, new term. <laughs> it's a term. It's, it's a term. A, okay. Yeah. So I do a lot of improvement work. Right. Renovations. <laughs> right. So personal. Yeah. Development. Personal development, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And it does suit me, but I also adapt quite a lot for it to suit them. And so, as much as I want to own them, I want them to be able to stand completely as whole human beings and accept themselves.、Right. And that actually makes my life a lot easier once they do that. Also, and so I want them to feel like they accept themselves more than anything. I think. Okay. I think that's my ultimate thing. So, how would a dominant life coach work <laughs> with a sub and help them to gain this kind of acceptance? You have to pay incredible attention to where they're at. I do things like I make sure that people get the right kind of therapeutic help that they need.、Mm. Monitor what they're eating, how they're looking after themselves, sleeping, whether they're、mm. looking after their relationships in their life, appreciating the women in their lives more,、right. things like this. Yeah,、right. playing, but also I don't necessarily play with people too much at the beginning because I want them to invest in the dynamic, and then I start to introduce play. So things like this. So it's very much about the relationship,、mm-hmm. and letting them develop that nurturing thing between us before we indulge in the sexualized aspects of things as well. 
Okay. Yeah. So. so when do you decide when they're ready for sex? <gasps> when Unless they have earned it or something? Yeah. So I can sometimes open with that when okay. I first meet them. Right. So that they understand what is on the table. Mm. But then if they invest too much in that and less in me as a person, I take it back and I tell them why. And then we start to inch a little bit closer and introduce elements. I might get them to date somebody else and kind of outsource that and monitor that. That's and, fascinating. And then, <laughs> <laughs> right. and then I start wow. to step in myself. So it really depends on the person and where I see where their head's at and how healthy it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're starting to paint a more, a very interesting picture of a more encompassing kind of mm. domination where it's like... Yeah, this ownership, slavery mm. kind of thing, but more, more of like a bird's eye view. Yeah, when you're like you're moving the yeah. pieces around on the chessboard mm -hmm. yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's but exactly what I like to do. Yeah. <laughs> but I really feel like you take this responsibility of yeah. somebody's not just like sexual enjoyment, but actually personal development yeah. really seriously mm -hmm. as mm. a dom. Yeah. And would you say that sets you apart from maybe other doms? Mm, no, I don't necessarily think so. Although I think people who do it professionally don't necessarily have the energy to be able to do this. But mm -hmm. this is also why I don't see so many people mm -hmm. and why my application process is as high as it is. Yeah, I think this is just having like a healthy relationship in general it's yeah. just i get to be have the final say yeah. <laughs> yeah i think that's maybe the only difference i think it's a nice way to interact with people mm -hmm. but it's just within this context i have a little bit more of an assertive say mm. perhaps yeah. i'm not sure so what's the secret to becoming sexually dominant do you <laughs> feel like it was something you were born with or do you feel like you cultivated it or do you have to go to Dungeon school. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what's <Probably>. the secret? <laughs> exactly. I feel like that's the title of a book. Yeah. <laughs> what's the secret? The secret? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> Can people learn to be dominant or do you have to have it inside you? Mm. You know, do you need skills, tools, or it's more like a natural desire? How would you define it? Well, I would love to hear what you guys think too. But <laughs> yeah, well, I... Okay, we'll weigh in. I believe that you can learn actions that can help you harness that assertiveness mm. in that space, but personality is something that you probably cannot change. So within a sexual space, I think there's a lot of actions that you can learn and practice, whether it's communication skills or actually sexual acts. However, if it's not what your heart and your personality really wants, then it's play. And that's fine. You shouldn't force yourself, I guess, is also what I'm saying, mm -hmm. is what I think when I hear that question. Okay. Yeah. So I guess to summarize, there are probably ways you can learn to communicate more assertively, to act more assertively. However, if it's not necessarily what you want and you just want it to keep in a play space, that's fine. Yep. But don't force your personality to be something that it's not really asking yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can definitely learn to be a dom. I know that mm. there are many people who would consider them themselves maybe more subby, but they can dom. Mm, they top. Yeah. They top in a situation maybe with a certain partner. So I think there is a certain element of cultivating it. Mm -hmm. But as you say, I, I think also for me, being dominant is like it's an energy. And to me, an energy is natural. Yeah. But how you harness it and how you tap into it, 
that maybe may take a bit of training, may take a bit of skills. Mm, bringing um, it out. Yeah. yeah. What I, do you think? I largely agree with both of you. I think there's an element where you can, mm. a set of skills which dominant and which will help you be dominant in the bedroom or mm. a bit more assertive in real life. Yes. Mm. But also there's an undercurrent there that you it's like you're tapping a vein of gold you know mm-hmm. if you're mining mm-hmm. and that might be a very small vein mm-hmm. or it might be a very large vein depending on the person depending on yeah. the person yeah so you could bring out your natural dominance but mm. for some people you might have to work harder to find right. it mm. yeah or yeah. your capacity for being that pulling it out of you or being that role might be limited mm. or might be greater for some other people mm. yeah yeah there's a lot of nuance to it. Yeah. And are there any situations that you feel people lose or give away their sexual dominance? That they do things to compromise the dominant in them or a dominant that they could be? I guess like you were mentioning about the duty thing. Probably when you have to bow to societal standards that you are mm-hmm. inflicting upon yourself, but they're learned and they're very hard to unlearn. And then obviously non-consensual exchanges. But essentially, we've also had a talk about this before, I remember, where I was <laughs> talking about, because I don't really have much vanilla sex. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that could be interesting. <laughs> Having power dynamics with, with vanilla sex. Hmm. <laughs> you could like role play vanilla. Yeah, role play vanilla, role play vanilla yeah. sex. Oh, wow. How crazy. I wouldn't know so what I to say. I just lie here and open my legs. Oh, God. <laughs> no movement. Sounds drastic. It, <laughs> does, no, no, no. it does sound drastic. Why do you put it that way? Oh, my God. I'm so horrified I forgot the question. What was I'm, the question? I'm panicking already. In what situations do people oh. give away their sexual power? Yeah, so I don't think there are acts that def- define that, whether mm-hmm. that's being penetrated. A lot of people associate penetration with, so being penetrated with submission, mm. but I don't really see that. I think it's entirely a state of mind. And That's interesting because yeah. I know a lot of dominatrix, pro-doms, yeah. will not do traditional intercourse yeah. for that very reason yeah. because they feel that penetration means mm. submission. Yeah, but it, again, it's depending on everybody, right? And so for me, it doesn't signify that. And so okay. therefore, I don't right. see penetration as something that makes me submissive. There because, are also many different yeah. ways of doing penetration. Yeah. It could be more dominant. Oh, yeah. It's always I, a state of mind, I think. I have some comments on this later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, see, now? yeah. Now, now it's well, good time. <laughs> I've heard some dominant women mm-hmm. say have hang-ups about different positions and Uh like if you're riding them like am i serving them you know if you're like riding them like cowgirl i'm like Mm -hmm. no you can grab their nipples and then Uh you have a new set of handlebars Mm -hmm. or if you're like on your back and you're having like missionary like are they taking control and i'm like you can choke them you yeah. can slap their face. Yeah. Consensually. Can, consensually. Consensually. <laughs> consensually. Ask first. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Assuming you've asked, you've yeah. done your negotiation, mm. etc. Mm. You could even tie some string to their balls and give it a tug if they're yeah. not going fast yeah. enough. Yeah. So there's like ways you can play with that. Yeah. Like a position isn't intrinsically mm. submissive. No. Or yeah. an act. Or yeah. an act. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think the only time probably most people would agree is when it's a non-consensual exchange. I would say that mm. you're taking something away from someone. Yeah. You're taking many things away when yeah. it's not consensual. I, and that comes to yeah. the duty thing, right? Because it may <clears throat> be consensual on the surface, yeah. but if you feel like, oh, I'm just going to have sex with this person because 
it's my duty mm. in many ways that is you're chipping away at their sexual self yeah, yeah. that is kind of compromising your sexual self in some ways is also being inauthentic and mm. i feel like to be honest sexual power really comes from being authentic and yeah. being who you really are mm-hmm. and sitting comfortably in it yeah. yeah, because when you mention the different positions and this kind of thing, it's like my mind would never ask that because my mind never shifts, if that makes any sense. I don't know how to submit, which is a bit of like, I sometimes wonder if that's a failing of mine, mm. but it also means that it's my mind is very constant and my mind always feels like I am the controller of the relationship. And so it doesn't matter what you're doing, where you are around mm. me or whatever is happening because I am the one that's ruling this. So I think that, like you said, it's your authenticity and I live right next to my inner authenticity, perhaps. Yeah. 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 Speaks to your appeal. Speaks to my appeal. He speaks to your appeal. <laughs> yeah. If you're like a rock. Because <laughs> yeah. subs love that. They're like... Yeah. Yeah. So what about this notion? <laughs> is Why? it like dependable because, or? Yeah, it's dependable, being yeah. a source of power, mm. being someone they rely on, mm. being somebody who's just like marble. Right. They don't mm. shift. Yeah. And then all the chaos mm. and okay. things can like, all the chaos and difficulty yeah. from their life can dissolve away because they yeah. know That's this sweet. thing is. Like there's a certainty. Yeah, there's a certainty mm. there. That's very beautiful. That's so so romantic. Yeah, it is. (laughs) I mean, what about this notion that does exist? I've heard it said in the BDSM world is that, you know, you really need to understand submission before you can really understand dominance and domination. Mm. Have you heard that saying or that notion? Yeah, they have this practice in some dungeons where you have to sub. Okay. Before you are allowed to do any mistressing work or any top work. Mm. That didn't happen in my dungeon, but I did indulge it a little bit just to try. But I don't know. I guess because my mind is the way it is, all I could do is just try not to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> when it shits up. <laughs> Why are they laughing at me? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? <laughs> it's just the elegance was not there. Maybe with the right person like sometimes right. i hire dominatrices <laughs> and like i get tied up in this kind of thing because i love the oh, sensation yeah. okay right okay. i love mm. the sensation mm. of being like held in really tight shibari right but i wouldn't say i'm bottoming <laughs> in that sense i'm not yeah. necessarily yeah. submitting to somebody mm. and even when i really respect somebody and they're incredibly intelligent i still don't think i could have that kind of a relationship where i'm their sub mm. But does that make me like a less of a dom? I don't know. You'd have to ask the people who, Mm. I guess, commit to me, in which case they commit to me and they haven't necessarily done that with anyone else. So it can't be that bad. (laughs) (laughs) We'll check your Yelp reviews. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Let me know. Let me know how it goes. So what do you think about this statement? Mm. Men are dominant in the bedroom and women are submissive. Mm. I find it quite sad. Because in my position, especially, right, I meet so many, a lot of men Mm. who are very supposed to be dominant in their lives and they run what they run Mm. and it's a lot of pressure, but essentially their personality is not. Mm. And they're very high functioning Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, but at their core, they just want to just release. They just don't want that responsibility. And so I find that very sad that, society does have a very common trope of of that saying yeah but 
Yeah, I think it makes me feel sad more than anything because it puts people where they don't necessarily want to be and then they try to force themselves Mm. and there's so many battles. You know, I meet so many submissive men or men who would like to be submissive, but they fight it because, oh, but I shouldn't be, but it's bad. Because that's not what society is telling me I should be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they come in and they finally feel this release and then they have to go back to that mm. and then they don't know how to make those two things meet. Yeah, I think it causes a lot of grief for a lot of people, yeah. that statement. Interesting. But I think also it's sad that the cultural trope is that women are submissive it's in the bedroom. It's sad it on is, all sides. It's sad for women as well. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's not an empowered position mm. for women. No. Yeah, it probably suits some people for sure, right? Mm. And there's nothing wrong with being a submissive woman in the bedroom if that's where you're comfortable. But I guess not realizing there are options Mm. is when that duty thing comes in, when self-defeating and limiting behavior comes in. And It's okay if you choose to be submissive, but it's not okay, I think, if you're just following along with what society is telling you and you just don't want to rock the boat, so you just go along with it. Mm. Yeah, I say I do meet plenty of hesitant female doms mm-hmm. who are just a bit like, oh, I'm not sure. Uh, should I do yeah. this? Should I do that? What are they not sure about? Just like ex- being dominant or like uh-huh. how to go about it. Okay. Especially when they're new. Maybe we can comment on that later. Mm-hmm. While men, if they're dominant, even yeah. if they're new, they're kind of brash. They almost have the opposite problem. <laughs> they should be more hesitant. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. They should be more they hesitant. Are. And just be like, <laughs> calm down, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah. So yeah, there definitely seems to be some gender politics. Yeah. Like, especially when people are approaching these things fresh and they haven't really figured it out for themselves. And do you think there's a link between being sexually dominant in the bedroom and being confident and being empowered outside? I found that the longer that I've do this, the more assertive I get in my day-to-day life. Right. Yeah. And this is not just with subs. This is No, just this is in life. With the Starbucks coffee counter person. Yeah. If I didn't get what I wanted from, yeah, I don't know, I don't drink coffee. But <laughs> okay. from, let's say, right. the Starbucks person. <laughs> right. A previous version of me might be like, it's okay. I'll just have it. You know, but okay. now I'm like, where the, I did not ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have paid money. <laughs> where is the oh, picture of the dog on the top of my coffee that I don't drink? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, this is such, is, oh, it's not a session. Oh, shit. I shouldn't yeah. abuse the poor person. No, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of that in my head. And then I'm like, can I please have the picture of the dog on my coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's made a huge difference. And I still hesitate a little bit. And then I'll just send my slaves to go ask for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's a nice thing. Yeah. But when I am on my own, I do find that I am much more assertive than I was before I started mm. this. Learning, uh, practicing to ask yeah. for what you want Yeah. in all sorts of situations just starts to meld together, I think. Mm. And mm. Janice, do you, is this your experience? Because you're a male dom, you know. So, yeah, actually, it's not. I mean, I don't know if that's to do with I'm already used to asking yeah. for yeah. things. Yeah, or just getting or, them. Or getting them, getting them. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> but people, if they get to know me from organizing or kink stuff, and then they get to know me personally, they're like, oh, you're so nice, Janice. And I'm like, did they you? think before? I'm like, what did you think before? I've always yeah. been a nice person. Yeah. yeah. 
but maybe because of like by virtue of being an organizer or being a top mm. they see me in a different light yeah and maybe when i'm in those yeah. spaces maybe i'm more projecting my dom side yeah okay yeah and then when they see me in vanilla spaces they're like oh you're a big puppy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that first time i like a like I, a large puppy i wouldn't like say a, a large, small puppy okay large puppy the first yeah. time like i a great met Dane you that's, puppy. that's kind of how i thought too <laughs> yeah like i find you very sweet but i Thank remember you. telling you i remember saying wow but i saw you on your fat life profile and you had like all the like the piercing stuff oh, okay. and then like the and i was kind of scared i was like i was thinking my uh -huh. goodness like i'd be like this guy is going to be this like really hardcore, hardcore yeah. guy and then i met you in real life and i was like wow you're a sweetheart you're like a puppy you're awesome yeah and it don't let it fool you yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's yeah you were I'm getting the sense. it's so <laughs> maybe you are a hardcore piercer and all of that well, still but yeah. i don't know maybe i just got a very different impression i think especially with things like piercing i guess it's a needle play Yes. Yeah. You really have to have a soft touch also. It's like mm -hmm. there's a lot of concentration mm, and focus. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to have a subtlety and a sensitivity to do it properly yes. also. And to make that a play and connect. And mm. so that's a very complex person, right? Mm. So oh, yeah. so many compliments today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Keep showering the praise. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, yeah, in short, like, I don't feel there's a big difference for me. Yeah. But maybe, maybe I'm privileged okay. by virtue of being male. Yeah, and oh, like white male also. Right? White male as well. Yeah. yeah, it's like top of the food chain basically. Mm, but true. Yeah. Mm, yeah. What advice would you give to somebody who was maybe a little bit shy or nervous with taking the lead and becoming more sexually dominant? Maybe I can leave this to the coach. Yeah, coach, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Think, coach, how would you work yes. with me if I wanted to try this out, but I was kind of a little shy and I'd never really been assertive or a dominant? What would I do? What would be a simple thing that I could start doing? Join a dungeon. <laughs> Join a dungeon and become trained as a free okay, mistress. I'd, I'd be like too shy to <laughs> that, do that. That's weird. Right? I'd be too shy to do that. If you are working with a partner, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would start with small tasks. Okay. So small, easily accomplishable tasks that position you as an authority mm -hmm. so you might sidle up to your partner and say hey i feel like some playtime mm -hmm. go take a shower dry yourself off lie down on the bed naked and wait for me okay that's yeah. very okay. easy to accomplish yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and then you can just like let them wait for a couple minutes mm -hmm. so giving instructions so giving instructions simple instructions or simple maybe instructions. can you make me tea or can you make me tea can you make me tea without your pants on yeah, <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's easier, even. Yeah. yeah, but that element of service, I think, which I know you, I love really that. love that. Yeah. You love that. So that's mm. also a simple instruction, simple enough to achieve. Yeah, mm. simple enough to achieve, and then you're positioning yourself as an authority. Mm -hmm. You're like mm -hmm. saying, "Follow my lead," mm -hmm. and then you can ask for something a bit more next time. It's like, "Okay, tonight's going to be about my pleasure. I want you to serve me. I want you to." Mm -hmm luxuriate me and kisses and nibbles and mm -hmm. oral sex or well, maybe yeah. even like even simpler like just kiss me harder yeah 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 or put your hands on my ass when you kiss me yeah 
giving instructions, mm. simple, easy instructions. Mm-mm-mm. I think that's yeah. very powerful because for somebody who hasn't maybe been as vocal yeah. about their desires, just doing that already could be a big leap. Oh, I have one. Them. I oh, have yeah, one have also. One. Also just like pushing their hand where you want it. Like uh, then you don't even oh, have to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Even better, yeah, yeah. Because it's like saying stuff can be quite intimidating. I think, mm-hmm. It can be. Yeah. Yeah. So like the nonverbal approach, like just pushing their yeah. hand Touch here. here. Yeah. <laughs> the, the serving tea, the non-sexual things, mm-hmm. I think, are also good because people, if they're shy, if they're not so assertive, they n- might not want to talk about sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They might not want to be like, yeah, eat me out this way, mm-hmm. or like do this mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. But like. Like normal instructions, everyone can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want your pillow. Stuff. I want all the pillows. Yeah. You yeah, get yeah, no yeah. pillows. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to life with me. You have no pillows. <laughs> that sounds yeah. kind of fun. And actually, it sounds kind of hot, to be honest. Yeah. Like, if I was a sub or somebody who is submissively inclined, and even if I wasn't submissively inclined, I think just having my partner tell me what would please them mm-hmm. is kind of hot as well. Oh, it can be really fun. Yeah. Because, like, you don't get to make decisions. It's just, like, easy. Yeah, it's easy. It takes the... I don't have to think about it. I know exactly what you want, and Mm -hmm. I can just do it. And if you make it simple enough, right, Mm. it's easy. Yeah. I think so many times, even between partners, I realize that they don't really communicate, and they just try to kind of mind-read each other. Ah, yes. Like, let me try to figure out what I think she likes or what I think he likes. No, it's yeah, I, it I know so what you common. I, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. It's actually, very, very common. No. Yeah. There's this question that I'm very thankful that you haven't asked me, uh, <laughs> where people ask me, "What's the weirdest thing you've ever done?" Oh. And I'm like, I don't have a concept of weird anymore. But yeah. you know what's weird? That vanilla people don't ask for what they need. <laughs> I find yeah. that really weird. Yeah. And then everybody yeah. just weird. like side eyes each other like, shit, like, that's, oh, me. that's me. Yeah. <laughs> no, so common. And you know, you think it's very, very common. Yeah. So how does one train my partner? So let's say, okay, I want to become more sexually dominant, mm-hmm. but my partner's also a beginner, right? At being a submissive partner. Mm. So how would I train them to be like a better submissive? So I could give directions mm-hmm. and then how should I like sort of like correct them or reward them or just train them to be better in listening to what I need? I think this ends up depending a lot on your personal preferences. And so for me, I know some people who keep books and it's like every time somebody makes a mistake, they write that down. And then when, <laughs> when it comes wow. to session time, <laughs> you remember you did this. This is what's going to happen Your now are because of it. I don't really do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> For me, if it's a really big problem, mm. we'll sit down and talk about it. And then we'll talk about strategies to figure it out later. So I don't really do the traditional punishment thing very okay, well. Right. Or it's not really my thing. So there's a personal preference. But I guess you can make a game out of it sometimes. Mm-hmm. It can be really fun. Yeah. I have the feeling. <laughs> kink have, Coach. Kink Coach has yeah. a few things to probably add yeah. about that. I, I want to hear Kink Coach. <laughs> Take notes um, from Kink Coach. Yeah. All right. Repeat the question. Sorry. Um, how would you train your partner to mm. become a better submissive if you were a dom? And just starting. So you're starting. Mm. And Okay, you've given the the instructions instructions already, but how would you train them and take them along this journey 
for them to become oh, like a better can sub. Can I add something yeah. before King sure. Coach? Yeah. I think it's very important to understand what you need and what you want and how you want it done before you ask for anything. Mm. Like think about that first and then you can give very clear instruction and then sometimes it's a lot easier to follow. Mm -hmm. mm. And then now I defer okay, to Okay, so have an outcome in mind that you already want and be very specific in your yeah, instructions. Yeah, be as clear as you can in your instructions. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. so that there's no gray, not too much gray area for you to be disappointed and for them to not be able to follow it. Right, okay. Yeah. To vibe off what you just said, I was like, understand yourself, first of all, what do you find fun? What do you find exciting? Mm. What would be interesting to you? Mm. And also find out what would be exciting for them, what would be interesting to them. Mm. You could definitely make some games. If I'm training subs, I like to train them in different skills. Mm. So we'll give them a skill to focus oh, yes. on. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that can be a measure of their progress. Mm -hmm. And that can be a measure. They, there's an outcome mm -hmm. they can succeed in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Progress is very important yeah. for subs, I think. Small yeah. little things. Yeah. Mm. So, for example, bigger. I know one sub who is really good at cocktails. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. he learns mm -hmm. to make mm -hmm. like a selection okay. of 10 cocktails really well. And you could be like, well, this week I would like you to learn this and this. Uh -huh. you know? mm -hmm. And then when they serve you your cocktail, it's like, no, you forgot the napkin right. or the olive. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. so you can have fun with that what are your favorite skills My favorite <laughs> for them skills i like boot blacking okay because i have mm -hmm. a lot of leather mm -hmm. so i have boots that can be polished and yeah. leather that can be looked after yeah, yeah. i like positions mm, okay mm -hmm. positions are very fun simple yeah mm -hmm. you can make up your own there's mm -hmm. you make mm -hmm. them dance you make them dance <laughs> yeah i use letters so it's like a c e E A. Yeah, you, you, you could just be an asshole. It'd just be like A B C D E F G E F G D D D D. Go. <laughs> now do it backwards uh, <laughs> on your head. Right. Faster. Yeah. I think we have a fellow sadist in the yeah. room. <laughs> okay, and if you don't do it properly, you get caned or you get mm -hmm, spanked, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. Or no cookies for a week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I eat all your cookies. I eat all your in cookies. In front of you. Yes. <laughs> While you watch. <laughs> mm, yeah. So nice. <laughs> okay, sounds fun. Yeah. But I think also in the sexual context, this idea of progress can mm -hmm. also be very exciting mm -hmm. for a sub too, right? Mm -hmm. So whatever task you're, oh. you're giving them, if they're able to like whatever, withstand 10 spanks, you know, yeah. and then you say mm -hmm. next time. We're going to inch your ass open exactly, a little bit more. Correct. We're going to do <laughs> one centimeter 20, more today. Oh, oh exactly. Yeah. We're going to take this strap on, yeah. this size strap on, yeah. and then the next time mm -hmm. we're going to do this size. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I had a partner who wasn't very good at riding. Mm -hmm. So... I instructed her to get better at riding. Riding? Yeah. Riding. Riding what? Like, like what? you? Like, yeah, riding me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, like riding you. Okay. So she had to get fitter because... Oh, okay. okay. Do some squats. And mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Build up those leg muscles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so was it like, oh, you did two minutes. Oh, you yeah, did five yeah. minutes. Uh, oh, you did okay, ten right, minutes. Right, right. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. yeah. It's very cute. Well, mm. I think that's good too because I think this idea of bringing your sub along in the journey, mm. you know, is yeah, very like to achieve key mm. yeah. to like, it's a nice thing for sub's development as well. Yeah. And I think it builds a lot of confidence in them also. Mm -hmm. It's like incremental 
improvement, but they you set them a smaller task and that it can eventually get bigger, yeah. but they see that confidence can grow also mm-hmm. and then they can start to do the bigger mm. service things without you having to worry about oh for sure yeah, yeah. Mm. like i think like you mentioned earlier become better at looking after mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. more confident more mm-hmm. confident mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and therefore better at serving you mm-hmm. yeah or wherever you and they want to achieve mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay so last few questions mm-hmm. so i just want to know what are some of your favorite ideas for being a sexually dominant person and how you might for example, initiate sex in a more dominant way, how you might engage in role play in a more dominant way. I've got a few little things that I can ask you, but how would you initiate sex in a more dominant way? Tell them I want this now. Okay. (laughs) It can be very, very simple. Or it can be like, this time, this place, be wearing that. Be there. Yeah. Or be square. Mm -hmm. Instructions. (laughs) Instructions are a very simple thing, Okay. I think. To initiate you. Hand on the throat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> this means uh, sex yeah. now. Sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hand on the throat. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think what I'm getting from that is also like you can establish certain cues. Oh, yes. For what is initiating Have sex for you, Ab- right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Not even like I said hand on the throat. Like yeah. not even like choking. Yeah. Just right. like. Touching. touching and then in public right. if you yeah. touch their yeah, neck yeah. oh gosh yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's your cue goosebumps okay that's very very fun okay mm-hmm. how would a sexually your favorite idea in terms of your favorite reward and your favorite punishment for yourself okay i've got a question for you Ooh, guys okay. yeah spanking the eternal question is it a reward or a punishment a person uh-huh. I mean, depends on the person. Yeah, it's both. really a bit of both. I yeah. hate it when they love it and then they, especially when I don't know them <laughs> yet and they're just trying to get that get punishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, you like that. It sounds quite cruel, but my mm. best punishment for me, because it helps me rebuild, is time. Like, is time and distance. It's like, all right, you did this. I'm not going to talk to you for a week. <gasps> That is horrible. As a side, I would be crushed. Yeah. Yeah. It's so effective. I I am already crushed. Oh my goodness. Don't ever do that to me, even as a friend. Yeah. Yeah. But they know that also. It's like, I need an hour because you annoyed me so Mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. So we're not going, you have zero contact with me at all. Sit in the corner. Yeah. With Mm -hmm. your hat Mm -hmm. on. But sometimes they like that. (laughs) and sometimes they do like that that's part of the fun the scene the mental anticipation yeah Yeah. so just totally away from me that's my favorite punishment because it helps me okay yeah Yeah. and it's not good for like they always all of them don't like it Mm -hmm. it's pretty easy i guess Mm. yeah favorite reward favorite reward my time and attention and it sounds very broad but i love to love them and they reward <laughs> like okay. they get my attention and i get to you know help them with whatever and get to know them cool and so it's just yeah as simple as that it's the opposite of the punishment yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense so do you have a favorite reward or favorite punishment i don't know i like rewarding myself with chocolate oh. after a scene yeah that helps yeah. Also like, in like you did well here's like okay. a little okay. chocolate i guess that's aftercare though yeah mm-hmm. hugs hugs yeah mm-hmm. I don't have a fixed reward or mm-hmm. punishment yeah. system. I no. just kind of go with yeah. the person. Everybody's so different. Yeah. 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 I know some people who caning is a mm. reward mm. and other people caning is a punishment. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, please, sir, give me a caning this weekend. And I'm like, okay, I must. <laughs> okay, you be good. Fine. I'll cane you. 
yeah. other people <laughs> flinch when they yeah, yeah. hear the word cane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what about some of your ideas around being dominant in certain sexual positions? So we talked about hmm. when you said that you were... Talking to doms. Riding someone oh, and you could yeah. hold on to the nipples ah, kind yes. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just like you can do interesting things once you like think about grabbing somebody's body yeah. or controlling them. You grab somebody's neck, yeah. their nipples... They pull their hair yeah. mm-hmm. or just scratch them and dig your claws into them Yeah, if you want to be more assert- assertive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never tried this. If you are lying down in missionary and a guy is on top of you, you can run a string from his... Ah, uh, uh, yeah. ...over his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From his, sure from his balls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like... You tie up the balls, you attach maybe a leash or something. Sometimes you can get specific yeah. bondage, like cock bondage straps, and just oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. you can like run it up their butt yeah. crack, yeah, and then over their shoulder, and then you have like oh. a little doorbell, yeah, mm-hmm. when they're going mm-hmm. too fast or not yeah. fast enough, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the idea of doing that based on that, but having an anchor point like on the floor, on the mm-hmm. bed, and mm-hmm. then having you as a woman just out of Teasing reach. them. Yeah, just <laughs> slightly out of that reach. Sounds like so punishment too. In oh. order for them to yeah. have intercourse, they have yes. to really pull themselves <laughs> yeah. away. Yeah. They have to do it themselves, right? So they have to pull themselves away. <laughs> and that's, how in more the, details, and that's how Sarah's partner got his leg just. <laughs> Located. <laughs> <laughs> Same concept, right? Same yeah, concept. I, actually, yours yeah. is even better. Yeah, it's less work. Yeah, less work, and then it's really self-directed, right? Mm. For the sub, so if they oh okay, right? Mm. So they can pull away as much as they want, or mm-hmm. if it's getting too much, they just pull back. But then that means that they so stop having intercourse. So predicament bondage. Yeah. yeah, you need to look it up. Yeah, so attaching male parts to different things. <laughs> Also, you can attach female parts to different <laughs> things cute. if you're yeah. sleeping with a woman mm. as well. Mm. <laughs> so bondage, bondage is bondage fun. harnesses. If you don't yeah. know how to tie people, yeah, that's mm. well. That was one of my other my next questions around sex toys. If you were a dominant, what would you invest in in terms of toys? What would your favorite toys would be? I guess the entry level stuff is cuffs. Also, mm-hmm. I guess because cuffs are so they're in popular culture, and mm-hmm. so it's easier to be like, I saw this on this show. Mm-hmm. I found these at the lingerie shop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah, I, happened to. I saw good, them on this show, good and excuse. I'm yeah. <laughs> that it looked be... really fun. It did. We should try it. It yeah. did. Yeah. My girlfriends have been raving about this. Yeah. Well, on the last episode, uh, which Janice Uh was on, Uh we did talk about the curse, the scourge of Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm -hmm. But how, in many ways, it's made this idea of bondage really quite acceptable and Mm -hmm. mainstream. Mm -hmm. Maybe, like, for vanilla people could Mm -hmm. consider it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think basic restraints is probably a nice... Yeah, get you going kind of a thing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and also I mean this is a pretty when I was at the dungeon the most popular things were feet and ass Mm -hmm. so that's a strap on Mm -hmm. or people sucking on toes and it's amazing how many men love that and so I guess Mm -hmm. if there are men involved 
get some gloves <laughs> just to start and then maybe yeah. a little bit of a butt plug but it does come with a lot of barriers so yeah. i guess that's a larger conversation as well mm. that's like a whole different episode like pegging and, mm, yeah. and how to approach that area yeah. and so on but it's so loved that i feel like it, it needs to be up there in the it is. first and I few toys i wish thing. more men would discover that part of themselves mm. because there are, again, so many sort of cultural barriers mm. towards men exploring that because they yeah. feel like it's not masculine, you yeah. know, you're mm. being penetrated, mm -mm. which is, again, something that the woman should be doing and not me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which is kind of or sad. the bottom, yeah. Yeah, yeah or the bottom, yeah. Mm. Favorite game that you might play as a dominant with a sub? Do you have one? <laughs> Every day is a game. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of mind fucking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of my main thing. It's just okay. I spot uh, gaps in their thinking and I point it out to them. I make them try to do certain things and be like, no, nah, you did that totally wrong. Do it like this. Oh, you're still doing it wrong. Can you do anything right? Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's my favorite, like, mind fucking, like okay. making people kind of panic. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so flustered. Oh, right. <laughs> that's okay. my favorite okay. thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> What's yours? What's yours? I don't think I have a favorite game. Mm. Maybe um, I like putting pegs on people. Mm -hmm. And if I'm happy, uh. I'll like take them off, mm -hmm. like gently. Yeah. Okay. If I'm unhappy, I'll whack Pull them off. off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I did yeah. spin the bottle once with yeah. that. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, I like quizzes. Mm. Oh. So, well, one of my things that my partner is doing is learning Chinese because mm. oh, I speak Chinese. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. a lot of the times <laughs> it's uh, Chinese tests <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and then based on that, you kind of have, you know, one part comes se off. Sexual yeah, yeah. Or it's a sexual on goes the top again. Exactly. Oh, I do. Oh, the pressure. <laughs> the, the, but you know, good way of learning Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Motivated to do your homework. That's oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to improve my Mandarin. <laughs> Okay, so we've come to the very last section. Mm. These are questions you won't have received. Mm -hmm. um, and it's what we call our quickie but goodie mm. section. This yeah. is just like a speed round okay. section where really I ask questions you have about three seconds to respond. Okay. The answers don't really matter because they're all kind of silly questions now. Mm -hmm. So feel free to just answer spontaneously. With um, one word? Or? Yeah, with a short answer. Okay. Okay. So, what's your kinky soul animal? <laughs> Jaguar. Okay. No, no, yeah. it's not. Why? Well, you could be a puppy. Uh, no. No, that's, no, that's my not kinky soul, soul that's, that's my vanilla soul oh, that's animal. that's your vanilla soul animal. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what would that be? Maybe a fox. Oh, fox is good. Fox is nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm very <laughs> clouded because my sub girl always calls me a sex panther. Mm. So that's what she always calls me. I can you see are, that about you, though. Yeah, like, kind you're kind of sleek. Yeah. yeah. Always in black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think mine would be maybe like a dolphin. Mm. <laughs> oh. Kind of playful, oh. but, uh, uh, but they, also they, a little bit annoying. They, they, <laughs> <laughs> they're a little bit ratty. Yeah. They're a little bit ratty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so if you were stranded on a desert island and could only bring one kinky toy with you what would it be rope 
Mm. It's also multi-purpose. Multi-purpose. Oh, good for desert islands. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Well, I like playing with knives. Oh. And <laughs> riffing off your answer, I'd be like, knife would be great for desert islands. True. Yeah, also. Yeah. yeah. We'll be a good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We definitely bring some subs because it's not going to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Us two, some subs and some rope and a knife. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a good night. Okay, yeah. well, my kinky toy would just to be... I would bring a vibrator so I could have orgasms and True. starve to death. The dolphin. I'm telling you. Dolphin gets swim away. Okay, so if you were stranded on this desert island with rope and knife and you mm. had your most trusted sub with you, okay. what would you make them do? Find me food. <laughs> I would just have them set up the whole campsite. They're, they're capable, well-trained at this point. Is there champagne on this island? Yeah. I'd be like, go, you know yeah, what to yeah, do. you're right. Make me a fire. Go, you, go, you know what to do. Come back in a few hours. I expect it all done. Mm-hmm. King Coach and I will be here polishing our knives and, and making sure the rope is in order. Okay, well, that... <laughs> pretty much the end of the episode so thanks so much uh, mistress eva and janice for joining me today what a fascinating and fun discussion <laughs> such a pleasure thank you oh. thank so you. before i wrap up the episode mistress eva what's mm-hmm. the best way for people to find you i would say if you really want to dig in my membership site is the most comprehensive mm-hmm. and that's you will please me.com mm-hmm. if you want to read about my play style and that kind of thing mm-hmm. i think hongkongdom.com is mm-hmm. the most direct and then if you want to find me on twitter it's at you will please me mm-hmm. and because they love to kick sex workers off of instagram yeah. it Shadow is ben. you will please underscore me uh-huh. oh, dear. <laughs> i don't know what the next one will be but yeah. in general that's yeah. where you can find me that, mm-hmm. i i get that too and janice who i love the king coach you're still working on your website or yeah. how's that going? Where can people find you? People can find me at kinkbytes.com mm-hmm. or on Instagram at kinkbytes and also on Twitter, kinkbytes. That's okay. nice. Kinkbytes with a I. With a, am I biting or is it a little bit? Oh, it's oh, like, oh, yeah. you're biting. I'm biting. Okay, so kink. B-I-T-E-S. Crystal clear. So listeners, I'd love to hear from you. What is your key takeaway from this episode? How can you be more dominant in the bedroom? So find me at Hello Sarah Sense on Instagram or drop me a line at sarahsense.com. The show notes of this episode with lots of useful links will be available there. So do leave me a comment or a podcast review. You know, I love those too. And remember with being dominant in the bedroom, it's not so much what you do, but how you do it. And dominance is really an energy I really feel like everybody can tap into. It comes from a place of confidence and it will help you get better in bed. Thanks, everyone. (music) 